Voice of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church of Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. You can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other popular podcast platforms. In this sermon titled Easy Fixes, we take a look at how fixing symptoms rather than the core problem takes time. There are no easy fixes, and we take a look at what to do instead. It comes from Jeremiah chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, and chapter 18, verses 18 through 23. Well, we started a new series last week called Under Construction, the work of the church in progress. And for obvious reasons, there's always construction going on in Castle Rock, and there's a a construction that may be happening here at New Hope uh, this summer. And our own lives are always a work in progress, right? We've nev- we never really arrive. There's always something we can do better, ways that we can love better, that we as a church are always a work in progress. Unless somebody out there knows of a time when the church has got it exactly right. Don't think that's happened very often. So last week we talked about warning signs. What are the warning signs in our lives, what's the warning signs in uh, greater systems, institutions, the world. When you're doing construction, when you have a home, if there's a water leak, that's a warning sign, something is wrong. And sometimes we choose to ignore the warning signs, and we use Jeremiah as a story for that. Jeremiah is telling the people of Judah, the Israelites, that they need to turn from their ways. They need to fix what they're doing. Otherwise, they're going to be taken over by the Babylonians. So this week, we're going to continue kind of that conversation as we had the scripture read by David earlier from Jeremiah. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about quick fixes. And quick fixes are often these things that we try to do just to, I don't want to deal with it right now, but this will fix it, right? As you can see, this nice mirror uh, used for the rearview mirror on a car. There was a, there's a couple of times during seminary when, you know, you're in seminary, you're in school, uh, you don't have a lot of money. There's two things with my car that went wrong that I tried quick fixes with, all right? And this is how it went. First one, there's a leak in the radiator, all right? Leak in the radiator. And so I found this, I don't even know what it's called anymore, but it's kind of like this, this putty glue or rubber and uh, once you put it on, it sets in, and it it turns kind of to a hard rubber. And I tried to put that on the hole of the radiator. It worked for a while, right? But then it didn't work anymore. And so eventually, I did have to replace the radiator. So that was just a quick fix. It didn't actually fix it. Another time, uh, I had the problem with my car where the windshield wipers, when you would turn them off, they stuck straight up the most annoying thing in the world. And so I went on YouTube, and I tried to look how to fix that. Seemed easy enough. Got a wrench, tried to take, there's a contraption on top of the motor of the the windshield wipers, tried to take that off. Wasn't paying attention, tried to get under and like, you know, prop it and try and push it up. But I pushed it on the windshield and (laughs) That quick fix cost me a lot more than the regular fix would have. I had to replace the whole windshield. That's kind of how quick fixes go, right? You try and do it, and then it actually causes more damage. It causes more problems for you. 
Here's some other uh, quick fixes. Got the nice mixer with the scissors on the end of a power drill. If your fridge is out, go ahead. If it's snowing out, you can make one outside. Clock's broken. No big deal. have a pizza cutters? Do you have a ruler and a can, a top of a can? There's a big dent in your car, you just get creative, right? we can fix things. So, <laughs> new cups made out of plastic bottles. paper basket, but you have stools. There you go. So now you've learned something today and we can all go home, right? You can go fix some things that need fixing in your house. So these quick fixes, as you could tell, they're not going to last very long. And in some cases, it might even make problems worse. And so in our scripture today that uh, David read for us, I know it's a very kind of bleak scripture. But Jeremiah is talking about what uh, the people he's talking to are doing. And then he's talking to God and he's pleading with them. He's saying, they're not listening. They're actually plotting to kill me. All right? That was their quick fix. We need to get rid of this guy. He's starting to create unrest. He's saying we're doing things wrong. He's saying that, that uh, we're going to be taken over and Israel and, uh, is going to be destroyed. So we just need to kill him. Get rid of him. Get rid of that voice. And so Jeremiah is pleading with God and saying, please do what you need to do. Of course, you know, if, if it were you too, you'd be like, I don't want to die. God, do something about it. Do something about it. And so there's very real human emotions in that scripture where Jeremiah was saying, don't let them take me out. If you have to do what you have to do, do this. And he even talked about uh, slaying the children and things like that. It's that fear and anger that he had, that he was pleading to God. But the Israelites, the, the people he was talking to, they were the ones that thought this was the quick fix. This is what we need to do. We need to get rid of him. That will take care of everything, even though that would not change the outcome at all. Because what Jeremiah has been telling them the whole time is, this is going to happen if you keep going this way. So I think we're prone to quick fixes to only address symptoms rather than the core problem sometimes, right? We just put band-aids on things because in some ways it makes us uncomfortable, so we try to do the quickest thing to get this problem out of our orbit. I think it also sometimes involves dealing with people who are different from us and we want everybody to be like us. 
Sometimes it comes down to money and timing. Maybe we don't have enough time, we don't have enough money to solve the issue. Maybe sometimes we think about, has the problem ever been solved? If it hasn't ever been solved, then, well, what's the point? One of the things that comes to mind is poverty, people who are poor. That's been around for all of human history, so why even bother? I think sometimes we don't, we do quick fixes because it's self-soothing. It's like, we did it. We threw some money at that. We're good. We did the right thing. I think sometimes it also reveals a wound in ourselves. It touches something sensitive that we don't want to go further with because it's going to reveal something within us. I think sometimes it's about we're more concerned about our own situations rather than helping others. So that's why we try and do quick fixes. And I think if we think about the things facing us in our world today, different hot topics going on right now, which we'll talk about some hot topics, but first we got to breathe a deep breath, right? Do that. You could do it. <laughs> All right? So these these hot, topic, hot topics, we always try to have quick fixes, okay? So first, we talk about lately what's all in our minds of people, of kids dying, of shootings, of guns, and there's always these quick fixes that we all have. One is we ban them. Another is we need more of them, and it's not actually guns, it's mental health. So those are the different quick fixes we try to place. Abortion has been something that's popped up again. It's one of those things where people say, no, we have to make it completely illegal to stop it, or no, we have to completely unrestrict it because we can't tell people to do what with their bodies. And then differences in views and politics, we just get our side. We, want, we think that if we get our side in power for everything, then we could just change everything and everything will be better because the other side is evil. Sometimes we even view them as not human. Therefore, we could treat them however we want. But if we can just get in power, then everything's fixed. I think if, we, if you are a grandparent or a parent, you've probably uh, had a run-in with uh, this movie Encanto and the song, maybe you've even just heard the song, but well, we don't talk about Bruno. And it's the family member that you just don't talk about. There is something that happened with the family, and we just don't talk about them. It's a, it's a divide. That's the quick fix. But that quick fix is hurting both Bruno and that family. Christianity sometimes has morphed into this self-soothing, self-help industry. Make you feel better about yourself and the world. It gives quick fix answers to the problems that we face which often skirts our own responsibility of trying to do the hard work of the kingdom of God and as people of light. So what do we do when quick fixes fail? We, we saw the pictures of the different uh, quick fixes, and eventually those are going to fail, right? It, it works for now, but what do we do when it does? Sometimes I think we just throw our hands up and we say, I tried, and we just leave it, right? Another way, we blame someone else for the problem because the quick fix made it worse. But it wasn't because of my quick fix. It was because of that person or that group of people. That's really what the problem is. 
Or we keep fixing it. We keep having a quick fix for the same thing over and over again, so it never actually gets fixed, and it's never-ending cycle. I could have done that with my radiator, just keep gluing it. And then also, I think one of the ways in which when quick fixes fail, what happens and the best outcome is we actually end up fixing the problem because we realize the quick fix didn't do it, and so we do the hard work and actually take time to fix it. So I think as Christians, we're called to do that patient work. I love that song that Nick did before the sermon during the offering that was all about patience. Doing good in the world, doing good by the kingdom of God takes time. It's been thousands of years since Jesus was on earth and we're still a work in progress. It takes time, patience, hard work, consistency to make things renewed. If you think about it, in some ways, I don't know if you've seen videos like this online, but you have this transformation of a dog, a dog that's aggressive, a dog that is scared, that uh, is acting out like this. And sometimes people think, well, they're just beyond help because there can't be a quick fix for it. But then patience, kindness, love, compassion, consistency, working with the dog long enough that it transforms the dog, the dog becomes more trusting, more loving of the people around him. It realizes, the, the dog realizes it doesn't have to be scared of everything and everyone. But that takes time, it takes effort, it takes commitment. There's no quick fix for it. So what happens then when we get confused about what needs to be fixed. You're all paying attention to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna be over by now, but all right. <laughs> so what happens when we're confused about something that actually needs to be fixed? Because sometimes some people are gonna say, well, this needs to be fixed, and you're gonna be like, that's working fine. I remember this one time, I'm going to embarrass myself with this. Uh, first couple of years of ministry, I was working at a church in Michigan while I was in seminary, and we took a mission trip down to, uh, I think it was South Carolina, and we were staying in this place, and uh, we went into the kitchen, and I was with some of the teenagers, and they're like, well, the oven, or the stovetop is on, and it's kind of like the, the whole industrial stuff we have in our own kitchen, where the pilot lights stay on, Right? I didn't know that has to stay on. I thought somebody left it on, so I blew it out. <laughs> Luckily, the people around me who were gracious were like, no, those stay on. <laughs> so they fixed it, but I thought it was a problem that needed to be fixed, but it didn't actually have to be fixed, right? And I think about the gospel and the kingdom of God and what Jesus brought to us that showed us that it was near is all about right relationships of healing of those divides between each other and between us and God. I think especially within our own lives when something does need fixing, it's when relationships have been damaged. 
So if we think about it in terms of the kingdom of God, it's all about right relationships. So if relationships are broken and damaged, that's something that needs to be fixed. When we have hurt each other intentionally or unintentionally, when we continue to refuse to see the hurt we continue to put on someone, even when they come to us time and time again, or when we continue, or when we put our beliefs before people, as Les had said in his prayer, when we hold on to those beliefs so much that we forget to love, that's when it needs fixing. So how did Jesus approach this? Just thinking about, what did Jesus see that needed fixing? It's that right relationships piece. Because in Jesus' time, with the people that Jesus hung out with, in that culture, when you ate and sat at a table with people, you shared in their status, that you were now the same as them. So that's why religious leaders always had a problem with Jesus when he sat and ate with, as scripture says, the drunkards, the prostitutes, the tax collectors. They drove, it drove them nuts because he was sharing status with them. And they thought, well, it, surely if this is the son of God, if this is the Messiah, he would not share status with them. They're the problem. But Jesus was doing something incredible and powerful in those moments where he was saying, this is where it's at. This is where quick fixes don't work. Let's to spend time, patience, love to help transform hearts. So in Jeremiah's story, Killing him off would get the quick fix of shutting him up and not riling up the population, the civilians. But eventually it just did, it would not change the outcome. God was going to do what God was going to do. Sometimes quick fixes are only to make me feel better. If you ever see uh, commercials or something online, like the, um, what's the, I think it's, ASPCA, the Arms of an Angel song, uh, with the, the animals and everything, and you're like, oh, and, you, and you give something, and you're like, I feel better, right? It's kind of that feeling. It's like, I just want to do this quick fix because it makes me feel better about everything now. I did something, I was a part of the solution. But for a true fix, for true change, it involves hard work, experimenting, creativity, patience, and time, all the things we just don't want to do. Especially in our world today where it's, you can get anything so fast and so quick. When you have to wait for something, don't you feel that just tension and anxiety in you? You're just like, ah, I want that now. Why do I have to wait? I was looking at, um, my iPad's getting old. So I was looking at new iPads. And I looked and the, to order them, it wouldn't come to like mid-July. And I was like, what? What world are we living in? Mid-July, man. We all have that with different things. It's that waiting and that patience and the working. Because we want instant gratification. We want to see something change like that. And we forget that sometimes the greatest change happens slowly over time. So like we talked about earlier, when we talked about guns, abortion, politics, how those always have these different quick fixes. I think sometimes we need to change our minds with things like guns, that it's a complicated problem that involves many aspects. 
That we're dealing with weapons of war, we're dealing with the hearts of humans, we're dealing with mental health, we're dealing with a country and society and culture that just loves violence. And that always seems to be the default that we go to. With abortion, there's, there's all kinds of different issues with that. It's not just a, a one thing, but it's all kinds of things playing into it. And as Christians, if we are to be pro-life, maybe it should be consistent. That we need to figure out how can we keep from a situation where somebody has to get an abortion. What are the things that we could do to teach people to, to do better? How can we support women who do have unwanted pregnancies. And then for politics, it's the hard work of bringing people to the table and, and doing compromise, which I know compromise has become such a dirty word for us in the political realm, because we don't want to compromise with them. They are the enemy to be defeated. But that's the actual hard work, the hard work of coming to the table together. And if we think about Encanto and, and Bruno, the hard work to care for and accept someone creates a space when people can actually heal, and in turn, actually, you can heal also. That is what Jesus did and still does. God came in human form to set our relationships right once and for all, and it took time, patience, and understanding in Jesus' earthly ministry. And it still takes time now. We forget Jesus was on the earth for 33 years. That's not, that sh- feels like a short amount of time to us, but it's not a super short amount of time. And then at the time since then, as the church has taken on the, the mission of Christ thousands of years, and we're still a work in progress, we still have not renewed all things. We still have not transformed all hearts because we're playing the long game. So where can you start in your own life then? Are there places in your life where you feel like you're just having quick fixes? And how can you begin to create an actual fix? I think first and foremost, you have to recognize what the core of the problem is. Not just the symptoms that you're experiencing. Why why is this person acting up? Maybe he just doesn't like me. No, what's the core issue? Have you done something to upset that person? And then second... Address the symptoms while doing the hard work of the core problem because you can't just ignore the symptoms either, right? You gotta take care of those while you're trying to work on the core problem. And number three, accept change as a necessary component of life. It's always funny that us as humans, we just hate change. We hate it, but it's the most consistent thing we do throughout our life. Our life, it's always changing, everything's changing. But just to have that acceptance, to know that maybe in some ways we need to change in order to make a more permanent fix. And I think most importantly is to have grace for yourself and others. Because we're not always going to get it right. We're always going to try things or fix that we think will actually do it, but it doesn't. To give grace to yourself and to others as we're on this journey to try and transform hearts and minds. So we may be tempted by quick fixes, but the work of the kingdom of God is one of patience, resiliency, and hope. 
put in the hard work to make relationships right. Because the kingdom of God is all about right relationships. I think one of the most important things from Jeremiah, as dark as that uh, book can be, the good news in that is that God does not give up on us. God has not given us up on the Israelites then. God has not given up on Christians throughout history. God has not given up on us now because we're still a work in progress. Would you pray with me? God, may you continue to work in our hearts to give us patience and resiliency to see the the core issues of problems that we may be able to work together, not just for quick fixes, but ways that we can transform lives and hearts. And we know the only way to do that is to have your love in us, that we may be able to spread that love, to let people know that they bear the image of God in them, that they are a child of God. May we work in our own lives and our communities for not just quick fixes, but ways in which we can bring renewal to this world, to bring the kingdom of God here and now. Amen. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Go in peace and have a wonderful week.